right. What's up, George? What's going on in the House of Grace tonight? In the House of Grace tonight, we have Mr. D.P. Brown, and he's talking about the theme of thieves, which is his book that's on Kickstarter. It launched actually today. So yeah. we're going to be talking to him about that, and we're also going to be talking about storytelling versus writing. Coming up next. Let's get it. <laughs> show for independence all around giving you a platform spread your word all over town cast the craze is the place to promote to your fans with the dream of medina and sam the crazy man subscribe to our show and never miss an episode it's time to get your mans listen to us on the go updated every week we never miss a day join the squad come on in it's time to cast the craze if you are an independent cast the craze making moves on your own cast the craze on your grind in the streets cast the craze Join the movement, catch the craze! Yeah, George, we did it again. Come on now, now you wanna do it. Catch the craze. Welcome to Catch the Crazy Podcast. I'm your host with the most, the crazy man, Vera, and I am with George, the dreamer, Madena. What's happening, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of Catch the Crazy. It is Tuesday, November 8th. It is uh, voting day all over the country today. Good uh, luck. And, yeah, and, 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 and we're coming to you live. So, yeah, so yeah, yeah make sure you get out there and did your thing. But, but we are coming to you today to talk to you about some fun stuff, creators fun stuff. who are doing what they love, which is telling stories. Yo, what up, Anibal? So if you haven't done so yet, please subscribe to the channel. Give us a like, comment below. If you're in the chat, just like Anibal did, say what's up. Big shout out to Anibal. And, and make sure you hit the bell so you know when we are going live, which Bring is usually on Tuesday in. nights. We're going to be doing Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. That's going to be our thing. Usually we go live on Thursday mornings as well on the morning brew with the crazy crew. This week we're going to have a little a little change in schedule. So we'll talk about that in just a few minutes. But yeah, man, we are live. We are back. Uh, man, it's been quite a few couple of weeks. I Actually, the campaign ended for this in my toilet. And I know you oh. had a topic on the crazy 10 or less where you were going to be talking about the law. Right after, what happens right after you finish? Right. right? So, so yeah. you know, we'll, that that that'll, that'll be come for out. the next. That's to be the next crazy ten or less. Yes, it's 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 actually something that that we all go through. I think, right? Because you have oh, these thirty days. It's of intense. Just, it is. You know what I mean? And when it's done, it's like okay. It is a phenomenon that is that can cause depression. <laughs> it can cause you know it may it makes you feel like. You know, it's like let's say, let's say you like you went on vacation for a month and you're doing mm. nothing but partying, right? And you're you're you're, you're just celebrating and partying and drinking and whatever, and dancing mm. and doing all your things. Mm. Uh, 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 mm. And then you get home to an empty apartment and it's crickets. And then you're like, "Yo, what do I do? Yeah, what yeah. do I do? You know, the phone's not ringing. You know, the, there's no bartender, right? There's no cocktail." And yeah. you're like, there's no DJ. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do I do with myself? 
right? That's that's right. the effect of a Kickstarter. 30 that's days, it. you're hustling, trying to get the word out. And when that 30 days ends, you're like, uh, how come I'm not getting any likes? Uh, should I be posting today? Should I be doing this? Should I be doing that? You know what I mean? It's like this crazy weird yeah. feeling you get yeah, where he's like yeah. crickets, crickets, crickets. Yeah, the aftermath. Yeah. The aftermath of a Kickstarter. Yeah, well, that, that, you know, and it's like that's when you have to put on your, your uh, I guess, your your shipping hat on if, you, if you're not doing it to the backer kit and you have all these other things to do. But it's not the same as what you're talking about, what you're describing, that, that, oh. that thrill of the chase. That adrenaline rush of yeah. will I get a pledge today? How many pledges can I get today? Like all of that stuff, which is draining, bro. It is. It is. Exact, it is. It is meant. Yo, it is the Ooh. most. It is. It's, it's like you know what? It's like you. It's like high school, right? Right. You've been eyeing this girl. You don't. You don't think she likes you, right? But then word on the street says, "Yo, she thinks you're cute," right? So then you're like, "Oh yeah," and you're doing everything to try to get her attention, and then you finally do, and she somebody else back got her. Right, and you're like, oh, what the hell? Damn. And then you're back to square one, like, wah, wah. right? <laughs> it's like, wah, what do wah, I do? Wah, wah, right, all these poems. You know, I I bought a, I bought Stetson cologne. <laughs> Jesus, wow! <laughs> Stetson. Remember Stetson? <laughs> I went back and told you said which cologne? I'm supposed to say cool water cologne. Maybe that was a little after you. No, I went Fahrenheit. I graduated from Stetson to CK. Um, you know, remember Calvin Klein? CK. I remember Calvin Klein. Yeah, you, yeah. You never wore Calvin like cool water cologne. You never wore Fahrenheit nope. and the curves no. of back in the days. The last know. time I wore cologne, I was 22. Wait, you never wore cologne at work, or you're not supposed to? What up, Michael? Nah, man, I just got my natural pheromones, bro. Oh, whoa, you got, you got. What do you, what do you wear? You wear, you wear that, that, that French cologne, Sudor. I wear. I want to clean that real as ivory. It's got you wear, a nine point forty four. Yeah, Spanish cologne, bro. That Spanish cologne, Sudor. Nah, man, it's not. It's 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 either zest or ivory. Zest fully clean. Zest fully clean. Interesting. <laughs> Yeah, and I haven't worked. Well, cologne bothers me, bro. It, it gives me a headache. Yeah, yes, like, you know what? You know, just let the uh, we weren't born with cologne, I don't need it. So, you know, just keep it as long as I, you know, do my due diligence every day. My clothes are clean, I'm clean, I'm good. More good in the yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, oh, <laughs> they, <laughs> they funk, or they funk, or they funk, <laughs> that's it, or they funk. <laughs> Yeah, man, by Samuel Vera. I'm telling you, Sador by Samuel. Yes, yeah. yeah. Oh, to do, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. So the things have been going good. Um, tomorrow, um, for everybody who backed the campaign, check your emails. You'll get all your digital copies tomorrow, and um, look, start checking your mail because Friday everything gets shipped out. So everybody who backed this nail in my toilet, everything gets shipped out on Friday. And you all should be getting your rewards next week. And that'll end that whole series. And the landing page will go up at the end of this week for book four, which is officially um, going to launch January 3rd, 2023. And it'll be a party. I mean, the the, the squad from the craze are coming through. The OGs are coming through. Arroyos Compoyos and uh, Johnny Syfax, they're all coming through. So it's going to be a party. It's just text. All right. We're hmm? hoping. We're hoping that you've confirmed him. He, he is for sure. It's a sure. He thing. confirmed. Ooh, 
right. Yeah, well, he said it. He said to me and anybody. He wrote it in writing. I got copy. I I took a photo of it. I like, snap. Okay. <laughs> that, I mean, listen, that, that's uh you know still still we would we will have to see it to believe it we'll have to see it to believe it i uh, know but yeah no that, that's going to be a good time and, and listen we are 19 episodes of episode 500 episode 500 will be debuting i don't know when we'll get there but it's coming yeah yeah, yeah hell yeah big time so we we have a lot of things uh planned for catch the craze next year <laughs> oh okay uh, for Cat Craze next year. So you want yes. to stay tuned to all of our faithful listeners and watchers of the show. Thank you very much. We have some special stuff coming up for you guys. Um, and to all 645 subscribers, tell a friend, tell people you know, be like, yo, these guys are dope, man. You guys got to join join the fandom and uh, make sure they subscribe because we're trying uh, to get 4,000. Yeah. I know. I've been working my Obama smile every day. I'm like, <laughs> it's just not working. I'm like, come on. That might, that might be the problem, Sam. That might be the problem. <laughs> Stop acting up. That might, be the, that might be the issue, my dog. But no, no, but definitely. Listen, 19 episodes, episode 500. I've been talking to Sam behind the scenes. We want to get some stuff going out to you guys. New things coming out for the fans. So, you know, stay tuned. But make sure you give us a like if you're watching this right now. Oh, just, we almost uh, have a video on the channel. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. So if yes, you're new to the craze, we got videos that go back all the way down to back to 2005. Word. Word. You know, when we first launched that 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 channel and then we left it alone for 10 years. But, um, you know, we have almost a thousand videos on the channel. There's so much um, content there from behind the scenes, you know, convention setups, how to navigate at a convention, how to sell an artist alley from interviews from celebrities to independent guests to you know, puppeteers and musicians. I mean, yeah. we, we have a whole slew of content. So if you're new to the channel, check it out. Go back some episodes. It's really good stuff. Yeah. And if you do want to be on the show, if you want us to interview you um, and, you know, you know, you want to join us here, we'll be in just a few minutes. Then uh, make sure you, there's a link in the show notes for Calendly. We are booked pretty much all the way out to Wentz. When are we booked? Right now, we're booked all the way through February. Um, hey. I, I opened up some Wednesday night dates, but those are only for sponsors. So um, you can book those open slots, but that's a sponsorship spot. So those are only for anybody who's looking. They have emergency that they want to promote a book signing or campaign, and they want and, and there's no anything available. There are some open spots on Wednesdays, but in order to secure that spot, you have to go to the sponsorship page and so select the sponsorship level um um before you can book it um so uh but for all the tuesday night episodes that's booked all the way through february and if you haven't done so yet check out getyourmeds.com with a z so you can get cool t-shirts like this one right here um yeah check it out check out the website i got my books out there russ 5377 the adventures of wonder duck is up there as well so make sure you check the website out also uh coming up november 20th I will actually be at a convention. I will be George. at the oh, Long Island. Hold on, wait, hold on, George. Really? What? Really? What's up? Come on. Tops in the Bronx. Tops in the Bronx. Vegas. This is news. Yo, I, I made the segment. Damn, dog. <laughs> uh, yes, yes. Big, big shout out to Mark Torres who hit me up the other day. Um, to go and speak 
uh, at the Long Island Comic Book Expo. That is November 19th to the 20th. That's big out stuff. in Long Island. Yeah, yeah. We're going to be out there, and I'm going to be on a panel. We're going to be talking about Kickstarters. So make sure you hit that up if you're in the New York area. Long Island Comic Book Expo, November 19th and 20th. Our uh, panel is on Sunday from 2 to 3. So if you guys want to check it out, I'll be on the panel with J.D. Rosario from Unstoppable Comics. We've had, oh. had J.D. <laughs> I want to be in a panel J.D. Rosario. Oh, hell yeah, dude. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward yeah. to it. So make sure you head out and check us out. That's going to be, again, on November 20th from 2 to 3 p.m. We're going to be talking about Kickstarter, and we're going to be talking about our experiences and what we've done and what's helped, what hasn't helped. So, yeah. So, so check it out. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. JD's a cool dude, man. He's a fun guy. Can't to meet him in person. So uh, He's on another level. He's on another he got He got energy for days, bro. Bro, JD, big shout out to JD, man. He's been doing his thing for years. He's got quite a big catalog of books. On he keeps, he keeps, he keeps pushing out. the limits, bro. You know, now he's doing toys. You know, I'm like, yo, bless you, bro, because I, my pockets ain't that deep. That's it. You know, I go I go a little further in my pockets. I got lit. I'm like, ah, right, you know, you do the toys. I'm good. <laughs> JD, JD's not a business man. He's a business man. So uh big shout out to him. I'm looking forward to seeing him. I haven't met him in person, but uh, but it'll 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 be a good time. So make sure you head out there November 20th. Um that's yeah. when we will be there. But the show is a two-day show, 19th through the 20th. I've never been. I know you've done a show in Long Island before, I think Eternal Con. I, I did Eternal Con, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was a I cosplay mean, event. That was a that was a cosplay. <laughs> you know, you know, the comic cons have become pop culture events. They're not really not comic yeah, cons. That's, that's so, a whole other topic. Uh, yeah. You know, and that's what's frustrating about it. I did a, a convention out here in Texas that uh, was sold to me as an independent comic con, but it was really a pop culture comic con. It was more 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 of the the novelty vendors and the toy vendors that were making all the money. Um, and uh, the the artists and artists alley were you know struggling, and uh, so. Um, you know, those days I hope, hopefully, uh, I mean, you have to do like the really big events in order to try to make money because unless the small event is really catered to just comics, but if you, if they have cosplay on the roster and toys and all the and all gaming, you're going to have a hard time because, um, you're going to be overshadowed uh, because, you know, I think typically the artist alley is just money to pay for the celebrities. Um, you know, because it really doesn't get the attention. Um, it's always put somewhere that's, you know, um, tight, um, the space, you know, between, you know, you, you, the space that you're sharing with other artists, you're bumping into each other, you know, um, everything is squeezed in. So you don't really get the love that you would get, um, um, if you're a bigger publisher. <laughs> the obligatory. Yes. That's yes. right. That's right. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta make that a segment, man. Yeah. Yeah. Vera soapbox. Yeah. We, gotta, we definitely got to make it a segment. Enough said. Uh, but oh, and speaking of enough said, you know, rest in peace, Mr. Stanley. What what are we going to our topic today about storytellers? Storytellers, Sam. Why don't we do that next? Let's, let's do this. It's time for your medicine. Storytelling versus writing. Please explain to me why you decided to go with this topic. Well, you know, it's it, it's it was sparked from one of our conversations on the morning brew. You know, we're constantly always talking shop. Sam and I, we we have a we 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 have like our, our daily meetings. Um, yes. around 10, 10 a.m., eleven a.m. 
you know, we'll just be on the road. I'll be like, you know, we'll talk. And um, and we did a show last Thursday. Where we were, I forget what the topic was last Thursday because I'm getting old. But <laughs> the, the topic, that, that kind of came up. The whole storytelling writing versus the writing thing came up. And so I was like, yo, you know what? That's 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 interesting, you know? Like, because when you think about stories you're, you, and you think about writing, are they the same thing? Is storytelling the same thing? What about the same thing as writing? Do you think those are the same things? Talk to me, Sam. What do you think? What What is your distinction? Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, baby. Come and talk to me. So I'd say this is this is the problem. Um, I think writing is really just um now they're both art forms, right? But I think writing is just basically this 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 for in my opinion. There's one man's opinion. Don't come at me. Don't come at me. Back up. So in my opinion, writing is basically regimented, right? Um, you know, the who, what, when, where, why, and how. It's writing to to address a topic, an issue, or whatever it is, or and and it's just really, you know, chronologically placing things in order as like a timeline. I think storytelling is drawing people in. It's 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 the art of world building, right? It's giving characters life. It's giving birth to characters, um, giving them a past, present, and, and and a history, right? And then linking each character to a theme, an overarching theme in the story. What is the purpose of this story? How do they connect? You know, um, you know, who are the villains, and you know, and 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 who are the heroes, or you know, um, you know, who are the love interests? Is there a love story within the story? So I think storytelling. It, it, they're both art forms, but storytelling is really captivating an audience and bringing you into and letting your imagination um, complement the written word. And that, that's my opinion on, on the two. Yeah. I think, I think we are born storytellers. We learn how to write. I think, I think that that's how it goes. I think ever since you're a little kid, whether you're you got in trouble and you're trying to get out of it, and so you make up a story to get out of that trouble you just got into to your mom, to your dad, to your uncle, whoever, you're storytelling, right? You're con- you, we are born telling stories. Right. I think as we get older, we learn how to put those stories on paper, and that's when we become writers. Because like you said, writing is more of a technical thing. Um, I was talking to Aniba, who's watching a little bit about this. He actually sent me an article. Uh, and it was it was a, a blog by, by by another writer who said uh, who basically said where is it um, writing communicates an idea or facts it speaks to intellect storytelling evokes an experience in the reader so you get like an, it's an emotional thing storytelling right. whereas writing is more like you you said you, you use the word regimented it's more of I'm just going to tell you a fact I'm going to tell you an idea I'm going to write it down and, and explain it to you right. Whereas storytelling is more, you're trying to get some kind of emotion out of the person you're telling the story to. And that's where the world building comes in. And that's where all of that stuff comes in. Yeah, I, I think we're on the same page with that, pun intended, that, yeah, I think there is a difference. There is a difference between a storyteller and a writer. Um, and it's a, I think it's a pretty big difference, dude. I think it's a pretty big difference. I think, I think storytellers can learn how to write. I don't know that a writer... Um, can be as good of a storyteller because I don't think you can teach that. 
Black Adam. Voice <laughs> guy. Voice guy. Damn, Michael. You know what? Did you see? Did you see that? Sam? Did you see Black Adam? I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to see it this weekend. Um, yeah. Hopefully, it's still in the theaters. But um, yeah, I'm planning on going to see it this weekend. But, um, but from what I hear from everybody I've spoken to, other than Michael Samartina, everyone liked it. No, see, I'm I'm a Mike. I'm with Mike. I, I see. I, okay, maybe Mike is you know extreme right now, saying it's whack. I don't know that it's whack, but it's definitely not. It's definitely not good. It's definitely not good. I guess storytelling. <laughs> you know what I mean? Going back to our topic, I think that there were a lot of things that were left out that weren't explored. You know, it, it, like there were things like that in it, and and you watch it, you make up your own mind. But he he mentioned that, and it just it just sparked that also because I think right. that that's part of it, right? Storytelling is, is that you have to like is that emotion got to be <laughs> it just keeps going. Yeah, wow. you know, it's funny. It's it's it, and it's funny, and it's just a lot of different forms of storytelling, whether it's through music, whether it's through film, whether it's through you know text, um, and it's right. the tools it's the tools that you use to draw in the audience, right, and captivate the audience. Um, Whenever you can spark a reaction, you know that you've done your job. Mm -hmm. When you can evoke an emotion from somebody and you can get them to question what's happening in the story, when you get them to react to what happens in the story, you get them to maybe cry, to laugh, you know, um, to want to see more, scream at the screen, then you've done your job because um, that's what you want. You want the engagement and the audience is basically your measurement. Right, so I think when you invest in the time to to in your, when you invest the time in your characters, uh, and for the love of creating that world, um, it'll set you apart from a, you know. A, when I think writers, I think like um, the news. I think you know writers who write for the papers, right? You know that you know they want the who, what, when, where, why, and how. You know, they got to get the facts out, blah, 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 blah. Um, and it's really not. It's only sharing facts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I, I, that, wait, how was that? He was there. So, uh, Michael did a, did a second show. He did two shows in a row, my man. Um, how was it? I, I couldn't make it, dude. I couldn't make it. I had a, a prior engagement. But uh, that was whack. You're right. You're absolutely right. Go ahead, Tim. What were you saying? Yeah, he says, not good, but I still enjoyed it. Apparently, so did the rest of the population. Yeah. You know, um, not the critics. But, uh, the critics didn't like it. Critics never like anything. No, but but because they're they're judging it based on on the technical parts of it. Well, right? they're measuring they it against it. the you know, Avengers and stuff like that. I think you know you got to treat everything as a standalone. Um, no, I, film. I, don't, I don't think they're measuring it against it. You know right? what I think? I think I think Black Adam is going to stand the test of time, and it's going to be one of those movies that people watch on rewatch. Watch it. You got to watch it, Sam. You got to watch it. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet, but that's I know what that's I what I'm saying. You got to watch it, and, and and you know what it is. A lot of a lot of its popularity is the rock. The rock. Yeah. That's, but that's it. I mean, listen. It's it's not. It hasn't made the money that 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 other you know comic book movies have made. Right. Um, you know, but. You know, just watch it. Watch it. We'll talk about it. Watch it. We'll talk about it. So, but yeah, no. I mean, back to the storytelling thing. I think that you're right. Writers do write the who, what, where, and how. Right. That that's yeah. You went dark over there, dog. Did I? Yeah. yeah. No. There you go. Oh, uh, you were in the shadows. Um, but <laughs> but yeah. But I think that I think that because storytelling doesn't have to be writing, bro. You can be a visual storyteller. You can write a you can you can tell a story through pictures and no words. You don't even need words. Yeah, these guys are going in. What did he say? Critics never like anything unless it's European or very in, uh, very indie. <laughs> if uh, Mike says Sam's correct, um, 
Sam, sir, you are correct. I you think are, no, you are, you are incorrect. Ethan. Are incorrect. I, I, I read it my way. Oh, uh, you sure. read it your way. Of course, of course. <laughs> fake news. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but um, uh, uh, what, were, what were we saying? We're talking about we're talking about the who, what, where, and we're talking about storytelling. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's the. I think for me, when I think about journalists, you know, um, and versus authors. Right and storytellers, um, I just think based on the, the topic separates you, um, the the outlet that you're working for separates you. But I think storytellers are the ones who really just captivate an audience. When you can talk about a character, when you can, um, I mean, everyone says lack of storytelling, but I see more chatter about Black Adam any than anything. Um, and I just saw something about Black Adam is not going to be distributed in China. Um, so I wonder what that's all about. Um, so that's going to hurt its box office sales compared well, to the rest. Yeah, I mean, listen, but that I mean, Black Adam's about to be destroyed by Wakanda forever, so that's about to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, when does that come out? That comes out this weekend, the, the 11th. Oh, hell no, I'm oh, not going to. I go on, yeah, Black Adam is going to be destroyed by, by yeah, because those lines. Those, those oh, tickets are really sold out. Yeah. Oh, it's it's ridiculous. It's yes. Ridiculous. Those tickets are sold out. Yeah. It's, yeah. You know, it's you know, it's funny. <clears throat> what kind of reminds me of? Um, remember when they released the next, um, the next, uh, Star Wars. Oh. You know, it's been decades <laughs> between the first three, then the next one. Um, what was it? Um, Attack, uh, the Clone Wars. What the first one? First one was it Clone Wars that came out? No, it was uh, what was the oh, one? you guys know in the chat? You guys know what that is. What is the first one? Um, the Clone Wars was the second one. What was the first one? I forget. Anyway, the first yeah. one, if you remember when it, when it came out, I don't know if you ever remember the Zigfield Theater. The Zigfield yeah, was the last, the last standing, was that, the last movie there? that was the last theater. Um, Phantom Minutes, thank you, sir. Um, yeah, so um, Phantom Minutes. So, um, through my boy Robert Garrett, rest in peace. He, um, we got the tickets. He was waiting in line. He was waiting in line um, for hours until I got off the work because the line was wrapped around two blocks long. When I pulled up, I pulled up with some Starbucks because he was waiting in line for hours, and um, everyone was dressed up in cosplay. When the Phantom Menace came out, big, news, every news station was there filming because it's the Zigfield Theater. It was one of the, it was the one oldest historic theaters in the world, and uh, you know it had the velvet, you know, um, curtains and all that stuff, whatever. And um, there's a guy playing the theme song to Star Wars on his guitar, the whole bit. And uh, so I remember that. So I, you know, I think the Wakanda, when I think about the Wakanda, uh, the second part, I think the kind of appeal that it has is similar to the, the appeal that Star Wars had um, when it came out with the Phantom Menace. Wow, yeah. I mean, I think it's going to do great. Uh, and I've, I've heard it's 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 good. And this is from both critics and and um, and the peeps. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. So yeah, that, that's going to that's gonna be interesting. But yeah, no, that, that was the topic for today, guys. What do you guys think? Storytelling versus writing. Um, do you think there's a difference? Do you think it's the same thing? Why, why, are, you even, why are we even talking about this? But uh, that huge, was the topic for huge today. difference. Oh, huge. Look at you. Huge. <laughs> huge. huge difference. All right, but uh, yeah, yeah. So that was the, yeah. So if you like it, give us a thumbs up if you haven't done so already. Um, and uh, leave your comments in the chat. 
And so right now we're going to run to commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking to DP Brown about his comic series right now on Kickstarter that just launched the theme of thieves issues one through three, a time travel mystery. But if you haven't subscribed to catch the craze, listen to our previous guests. They'll tell you why you need to. Here we go. It's Monty Moore. I'm a 30-year comics veteran in comics, games, and movies, and you've been watching one of my absolute favorite podcasts, Catch the Craze. You are watching Catch the Craze. What am I listening to? And you're listening to Catch the Craze. Where are all the indies at? A Catch the Craze podcast. What are you watching? I'm watching Catch the Craze. What are you going to do? Subscribe now to Catch the Craze, the number one show online for independent. Have you subscribed to? You are an independent. Catch the Craze! Making moves on your own. Catch the Craze! On your grind in the streets. Catch the Craze! Join the movement. Catch the Craze! Welcome, DP Brown, to Catch the Craze. It's the door pound. I love it. I love it. What up, DP? How you doing, man? All right, all right. How you guys doing tonight? <laughs> good, dude. Love the hat, bro. Love the hat. Thank you, thank you. I got, I got the lucky spot in tonight. I was like, oh man, okay, I might as well grab this. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are booked all the way out until like the mid next year. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna grab this. Did you just book this today? <laughs> I just booked this because day. there was somebody that was booked there, and I guess they must have dropped off. So <laughs> it's a blessing because yes. the, the the launch was today, and I was like, okay, you know what? You guys sent me the um the link and everything uh, a couple weeks back. And I was like, oh man, I can't get on there then. And I just happened to look today. There you wow. go. Bless yeah, it, you know, look at that. That's <laughs> dope. Wow, that, that's almost as good as the person who won the one point nine billion dollars in, in somebody LA. won. All right, oh yes, man. one person won one point nine conspiracy. C O conspiracy. Oh man, but DP, welcome. Thank you for coming Thank on. Thank you for coming on the show. Um, and 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 sharing. You, you have your book that's out right now. The theme of these issues one through three. Yes. On uh, on Kickstarter, so that's awesome. And you have 31 days to go in your campaign, 16 backers deep. So so yeah, now we're gonna talk a little bit about that. But before we get into that, man, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where 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 are you from? How you got into this whole thing? Give us a quick little rundown. Um, you know, of course, DP Brown. You see right there on you know the the, the tag right there. I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. So I'm a, a a huge Browns fan. You know, I'm a huge just you know Cleveland sports fan. Period and everything. So on my channel, I talk everything about Cleveland. Just big up that anytime that you know it's possible and stuff. I see you got the Jets on right there. They're doing their thing. Yeah, <laughs> you know, right Listen, I I went to Cleveland. I went to to see the Browns play when when uh -huh. Mayfield was still there. And yeah, that, that's yeah. a rocking stadium, dude. That is a yeah, rocking stadium, yeah, bro. That's, yeah. and, and that's what I love. Like, even like, you know, like our fan bases, we don't win a lot, but we're passionate about our team. We, don't. Like, we <laughs> love our, our, our sport, our, our teams. This yeah. isn't something that I wear just because like you, oh, yeah, you can't yeah. wear a Jets fan and I, be like, I, oh, you're not I, a Jets fan. You know? I, to I totally feel you on that dedicated fan bases, you know, you yeah, know, so yeah, yeah. you got to represent when it, when it's time to represent. Absolutely. Um, yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. Yeah. So um, I've been in the comics like all my life and everything. My dad gave me, you know, a comic way back when I was like five years old. Couldn't really, you know, read and everything yet. But I was super enthused by like the um the artwork and stuff. I believe it was a Spider-Man. It was like my first comic. And that's what really got me into like just, you know, hardcore reading and everything. So. Um, it was, it, it just, 
enhanced on from there. And it's been something that's been in my soul, in my DNA, you know, um, you know, all my life and everything. I love comics. I love everything that has to do with like, you know, superheroes and stuff. Um, love art, you know, just period and everything. Um, I got to the point where I used to draw like in high school and everything. And we used to make comics back then. But um, at that point in time, comics weren't as popular as they were right now they were sort of like you know on the back end of like okay nobody wants to you know talk about comics and like you know mainstream culture who wants to do that type of stuff and better yet who will actually make a living doing comics you know you're not going to make money doing that um so i i went in another direction and tried to do just the main stuff but um was collecting for like so long and stopped collecting because prices got too high and everything and then finally i was like okay um, I want to actually make my own, you know, I have ideas just running some in my head and everything. I want to actually make my own comic, you know, before I leave this earth and everything, do something I actually want to do. Um, so that's where theme of thieves came up, you know. Um, it's been like an idea that's just been baking in my head, you know, for so long. And just me being just that, you know, comic, you know, book aficionado and everything, I decided I wanted to actually make a comic and actually put it out there, not for the the fact of, um, um, you know, well, not only wanting to make it, you know, public and everything, but just for my own soul and everything. So I can say I did this, you know, I finally did what I um, dreamed of doing. Yeah, yeah. No, that's awesome. And I, I, lo I love how it starts with a comic at five years old, right? <laughs> You read that comic and you just automatically become hooked. At any point, did you want to work for the big two as a writer or in any capacity? Um, I have to say no. Um, and the reason being because I never, I, while I love like, you know, like Batman, Superman, Spider-Man and all like their superheroes, I never saw myself as writing for, um, you know, any one of their characters. I always wanted to do something on my own and create something from like the ground up. Um, I can read someone else's stuff and get excited about that. But for me to actually, you know, bring ideas to the table about some somebody else's stuff, um, I, I, I would I have to really work hard to do that. So, um, eh, you know, I mean, I would love to get paid doing that. I, you know, I wouldn't turn, <laughs> turn it down, right? <laughs> but, um, but I would say that, you know, not, not, not at that point. Yeah, no, no. I, I think that that part of be like writing your own stories gives you that freedom to kind of write whatever you want. And, and, and I, I, I read through your, like the, the quick synopsis on your, on your Kickstarter, where at towards the end, you say, you know, the theme of thieves is think quantum leap meets lost meets the wire. And so these are some, some great stuff. I mean, quantum leap, they brought it back. Now they read, they're redoing it. But I was a huge fan of quantum leap in the back in the days. And I'm a huge fan of just the idea of time travel. Uh, that's why, like, Back to the Future is one of my favorite movies. Mm -hmm. What, what was it? What is it about time travel? Is that something that that you are also like? Just uh, um, you know? I'm I'm a, I'm a big time travel fan. Love the Back yeah. to the Future trilogies. Basically, yeah. any you know time travel movie. You know, Terminator. You know, anything that has to do time travelers, wife, and everything. Anything that has to do with time travel. I'm already I'm already already you know right yeah. there and everything lost yeah. you know that's one of my elements in the book mm -hmm. that had like time travel and stuff in it going back right. and forth between the periods mm -hmm. um i i just love it for whatever reason you know going back into the past or even go all the way to the future to see how things are yeah. you know yeah. um it's it's an intriguing idea to me i mean it's it's a fun sci-fi trope to play with
Right. No, I, I agree 100%. That's why when I saw that on yours, I was like, yep, yep, legend, <laughs> legend to that bad boy. Uh, I got to read because I, I, I just find it so interesting how everybody kind of like attacks that, 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 um, that, I guess, that trope, like you're calling it, because it's not easy to write that. So tell us a little bit about what the, the, the story is and, and how you're yeah. incorporating time travel into it. Yeah. So um, the theme of these is about two teens and a mysterious being who traveled through time to try to solve a mystery of why people are disappearing in the present. So as you just said, you know, it's kind of like a mixture of like Lost, Quantum Leap, The Wire. And notice those are all TV shows, not actual comic books. You know, I'm very influenced by like um, like multimedia stuff, not only just comics, but, you know, just content, you know, um, um, media stuff out there, period. From like, um, you know, book novels to, to comics, of course, to, to TV stuff. Um, very influenced by like how the writing style, how to build character. You guys were talking earlier in the show yeah. about storytelling versus writing and everything, um, building character, world building and everything. Um, I think you can do a lot. I, I, you could do a really uh, a great deal in the comic setting because you have time to actually spread issues out. Um, and just, you know, just spread like stories out, you know, between like the story verse storytelling versus like, you know, writing aspect. Yeah. So, um, basically, yeah, that's, that's what the theme of thieves is about. The first, um, issue is basically like a primer prologue. Um, I have a prologue in it, but it actually character builds towards like the, um, main, you know, protagonist, um, Rebecca and Jason, they're in high school. They're going through like trials and tribulations, um, typical like teenager stuff you know, getting bullied and everything. I talk a lot about that, you know, um, how they react to um, things that are happening in like society and stuff. But this is just a primer to what I... This is like basically like a primer to um, to when we get into like the, the big shenanigans as far as like time jumping um, yeah. in the, like the quantum leap type, type phase. Mm -hmm. It's interesting, man. Like, I, I think that it's so important to have a pitch ready, right? And I think that incorporating what you just did, where you have three TV shows, and if you're a fan of any one of those things, I think you're like, yep, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check that out. That, that's genius. Is that part of like your 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 marketing for the book itself? Tell, tell us a yeah. little bit about your, the, you know, the, the marketing side of things. Because well, as as creators and as indies, we gotta wear different hats, you know. Like you, know, you yeah, can't just yeah, be yeah. a writer. You gotta now do all the things. Oh, man. I mean, totally. You guys were talking about doing Kickstarters and everything and actually having to do the work, not only do that creative work and actually creating a product and everything, but actually doing the business part, which I call like the oil and water. The oil is like the um, I mean, the water is like the creative stuff. The oil is like the the business part, you know, where, you know, they don't really mix, but they need you still need, you know, you still need one doesn't really work without the other. Right. So if you're a creator and actually wanting to Put yourself out there or put yourself out there you have to do some of the legwork as far as the business side in order to get it out there especially if you are looking for this as like a long-term you know career goal even if you're looking at it as like you know a, a, a time you know sometime hobby um and, but if you're putting money into it and investing into it i mean you want to get a little bit of something back right yeah no absolutely 100 100 all right now this is your third issue so you're, so now one through three, you can obviously there's a catch up tier uh, within the yeah. campaign as well. Mm -hmm. The uh, the first two campaigns, what have you seen a change? Have you seen a growth in, in fan bases? Yeah. Like what, what what have you seen yeah. throughout the three that you've done so far? 
Yeah, I mean, uh, I've been blessed enough to make, um, you know, to 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 gain like over 130, um, you know, backers and everything between like the couple campaigns and everything. And I have oh. seen growth between like what I do at conventions versus, um, um, you know, what I do in like the actual, you know, Kickstarters themselves and everything and hoping to see like a big growth based on all the work I've done, you know, promoting at conventions and everything and just yeah. like you know work in the social media circuit you know online and everything um so the good thing about being on a third kickstarter is that i mean i'm not stopping <laughs> you know so it's, it has to be some sort of um um level of some sort of level of like growth there in order to continue the the whole process and everything i mean yeah. if you're in like a a business type setting they say you know do it like a five-year type of plan where the first year you lose money and by the time that you get to the fifth year you're at the point where you're actually either breaking even or you know going over you know going over that level that's how i'm looking at like the kickstarter um that's how i'm looking at actually you know the whole career thing period as far as like making this comic at least yeah yeah is it, is it going to be an ongoing series or what, what are the plans for it the, yeah. the plan is to to make it as ongoing as possible. If I end up getting picked up, you know, to to continue not to financially put my stuff in it and can continue doing Kickstarters, that would be awesome. But you know, as as long as you know, God bless me with the ability to um to keep writing these things, and I keep on um having these artists actually do the work to draw it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah absolutely. No, no, absolutely, man. And, and listen, the, the campaign looks great. The artwork is amazing. Um, talk a little bit about about your artist. Uh, how did you find yeah. your artist, and 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 you know how long have you been working with them? So, um, for the first two issues, um, I was lucky enough to find a guy named Dan Ekis. He did the first two issues. Um, I actually live in Pittsburgh. I'm from Cleveland, and everything, but I've been here for like about 25 years now. I get it all the time from like these Steeler fans. Dude, <laughs> you're in the same division. That's crazy. I know. But my wife is here, so I had to stay, you know. Right. It's, it's a reason. It's a reason. Um, But, yeah, so um, I, I seen – I, I uh, met him at a convention here called Steel City Con and everything, and he was, like, doing his work. Um, And I really liked a lot of his stuff, and I was looking for, like, more of a simplistic type of style that was different from what I was seeing with, like, you know – uh, Marvel and DC stuff where you had like action sprawling across pages and stuff. Um, and that's fine for them, but it's not really what I was looking for for myself. I'm more what well, I was looking for, like a Watchmen type, you know, nine panel type story thing, um, you know, story type of setup to where I can actually tell a story with panels and, and um, characters reactions and movements and everything that was really defined that that was really um defined by like my writing and everything so um he was able to actually depict that in a lot of his work so i was real blessed to to have him um you know work with me for the first couple of issues suffice to say unfortunately he wasn't able to do me you know do with me on issue three so i was able to pick up another artist who actually worked with marvel in dc so i was actually real blessed with that um um, to do the third issue. His name is Ruben Gonzalez. He actually did like the um, artwork and the coloring, which saved me some change, you know, doing um, doing that. Um, yeah. So he was actually be able to he was actually able to do, you know, all in, in, in one. I was satisfied with his depiction of the characters. And it was a long, arduous process trying to find an artist such as himself. You know, because right. not everyone's able to depict that and that, you know, want, you know, wanting to draw that type of, um, you know, setting and style. But I was good. You know, he did like um, Infinity Heist for Marvel, um, Anime Girls, 
um, for DC um, and a couple of different, you know, different, oh, Scarlet Spider for like, you know, Marvel and everything. So um, was really blessed to find him. Alex Zia, she did the coloring for the first two issues and Marco um, Della Verde, he did like the lettering. He does the lettering for all my work. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. I, I think part of when you, when stuff like that happens where like you lose an, an artist and you have to not replace them, the like the continue the continuity i mean the continuity of the artwork did you find there was a big difference or were you guys able to kind of match it great question super great question so that was my main thing i wanted to find an artist who gave me continuity yeah. from, from what i did like the first two issues um i was very hesitant on the coloring thing um and i, I, I first wanted to go back to the colorist i'd had for the first two issues but I was liking what he was doing so much that I decided to just take a chance and roll with it, you know, for this third issue. So um, with the third issue, while the, the pencils and the inks are sort of like, you know, in continuity with what we did, like the first two issues, the third issue is sort of like, a OK, you're either going to get on board on this thing or you're just going to like, you know, you know, uh, take get off the train and everything, which I'm fine with. You know, not everybody's into it. Yeah. Um I'm banking based on my writing style and the and the, the grabbing of you as far as the story that, you know, Marvel and DC do it all the time as far as switching artists out and still continue with the story. Yeah. So why can't I? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I think I, and we say this all the time, even with Sam, I think artwork will so, sell you the first comic, but a story will have them keep coming back. It should. And, and that's what that's what should happen. And, and I'm glad that that is working out for you in this way. The pages look amazing, man. They, they really, really do. And I see I, I see what you're talking about with the grids, the, 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 the Watchmen kind of style of, uh, of writing. Now, do you give your artist a complete script or are you kind of like doing the Marvel, the Marvel way where you kind of tell them this is the page and you, this is what I see, you know, work it out. Or are you going panel one, panel two, panel three, sort of like how DC does it? Ah, so I do um, panel by panel. So I give them a brief description on what I want. Um, and they basically, you know, interpret it from there. Um, of course, I include like all the, you know, the dialogue and everything. Yeah. And um, basically, I'm giving little tidbits on, you know, characters reactions, how they should react. And so far, so good. They've been interpreting, you know, what I've been doing, uh, what I've been describing, like really well. It's kind of funny, because the first issue, um, I wanted to do all like, um, thumbnail sketches. <laughs> You know, okay. I was like, okay, I was going to maintain that element of control. You got to draw exactly what I want. You know, this is exactly that. <laughs> but with artists, you got to give them a little bit of freedom, you know. And my artist, Dan Ekis, um, he, he, he was fortunate. He, I was fortunate enough to have him tell me, um, DP, just let me, you know, let me do this. And, you you know, make your decision from there. But uh, I got you. I got your back. And fortunately enough, um, I, he, he was able to give me something good. Awesome, dude. Yeah, no, that's. That's incredible. I think that is part, of, and, and that's part of the process, right? Yeah, yeah. This panel yeah. you're scrolling right here is the um the one of the protagonists, Jason. He's getting bullied at a um a, a party and everything. So you know, I, I talk a lot about like you know um, teen issues and basically coming of age type stuff and everything. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. I mean, we I think and, and we're probably I mean we might be the same age. We grew up on that kind of stuff. Like yeah. we grew up on that coming of age kind of stories, and 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 I think that. You know, I, I like the fact that you're injecting a lot of that stuff into your stories here. So this, yeah, this, yeah these look great, man. This look great. Yeah, I, I try to inject like a lot of um, like um, I want I don't want to say political, but I want to I, I inject not only just like the sci-fi element stuff, but just like you know a way of life, how people are reacting to things around them, not just 
Oh, uh, hey, <laughs> Brandon's Brandon's in the house. Appreciate you. Um, I wanna um and make sure that you guys check out his stuff too and everything. He oh, yeah, no, he's been on the show. Brandon's a, a buddy of the show. He's, <laughs> he's great, a writer. Great stuff. Great stuff. Um, dude. He is he is good. Yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, yeah. So I inject like you know, some some cultural elements and stuff into my work and everything. So my my stuff is not, you know, for like you know, young children and stuff. Um, it's suggested for mature readers. So while it's not like any hardcore nudity or anything like that, I do deal with like, you know, subject matter that's definitely more mature. And sometimes it may be like either, you know, um, um, uh, not not so much offensive and everything, but you may be taken aback with a little bit of language and stuff. So, you know, it's, it's definitely not your straight Marvel and DC stuff. It's good independent because I actually have control over what I want to put on the page. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, as far as the story goes, I know you're saying it's ongoing. Are you doing this in the form of arcs? Are you breaking it up into like, an, you know, just here's the arc for that and then you go into the next one? Almost almost like when you talk about, it, is it episodic? Almost like, you know, we talked about The Wire, we talked about, mm -hmm. you know, or even Quantum Leap, for example, where like he would go through an adventure, it would be like the one hour show and then that's done, moves on to the next one. Is that how, kind of sort of like how you're writing this or? Great, great question. Um, So this third issue here actually finishes off the arc Okay. Basically, it's like a three-part parter from the um the the first issue. So gotcha. the third issue, sort of like you know, the tagline was it all it all comes down to this. It all ends here and everything, you know. Um, so basically, it's finishing out the first character arc before we we actually go into like the um you know time travel hijinks, and then like future stories are going to be written as if they're sort of episodic. They may go like one or two issues. Um, or I'm sorry, two or three issues with, you know, art, but it's still going to have that underlying, like, you know, serialized story element, but it'll have like a beginning, middle and end, um, for the time period that they're in. And, uh, um, the, the unique thing about them traveling through time. So it's a couple things, um, with my time travel. Yeah. They can always be popped in and out anytime. So they don't know uh, the wherewithal or why they're time traveling or how long they're actually going to be within a time period. So they may be in the middle of a mission or like, you know, something that's going on. And all of a sudden they get popped out and, you know, go going to something else. Unlike yeah. with Quantum Leap, he had to wait there until he was finished with his thing. So right. I sort of like, you know, twist the elements a bit. Mm -hmm. And then um, in my world, people disappear randomly. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, so the mystery about it is um, it's been happening since the 1700s. Um, and basically when it started there, it was just like, you know, random here and there. Now it's escalated to a point where people are just used to it, uh, where it's a way of life and people are reacting to, you know, those disappearance. You could be at Thanksgiving. All of a sudden a family member disappears. You don't have death. You know, where it's off like finality and a funeral. You have like what's called evanescence, which is like a disappearance. And you don't know what what happened. And, you know, you leave, you leave people in a lot of grief and stuff. So this thing has been happening throughout time and it's been escalating. So more and more people are gradually disappearing. Strange things are happening in the world where, you know, something may end up happening or something's going to happen mm -hmm. later down the line. You know that that, you know, you're going to have to stick around for <laughs> where, where did the idea come from, DP? Like, where did your idea to do this? Like, where, where did it originate? What, what, what sparks it? Well, uh, I was a big fan of leftovers. Um, and then I, I think it was just like a fear thing, too. So not only was the leftovers um, a thing that I liked a lot, but I think even before that, um, I was always just afraid of, you know, what if what if somebody just just disappears? What happens then? 
You know, um, how do people react to that? How do people, you know, um, take to that? How do family members, how do friends, you know, um, how do they look upon like, you know, their lives and everything? What do people do when that happens? Um, and I wanted to build a story around that. So I started, you know, just adding characters and elements and stuff. And, you know, um, uh, leftovers, you know, had their thing where the two percent, you know, left and stuff. And I'm like, OK, that's a really good concept. Damon Lindelof is a really great, um, you know, uh, uh, person I aspire to be. You know, he's one of my favorite writers. Um, and I was just super into, you know, um, um, you know, like, you know, just just, you know, comic sci fi stuff and um, added those elements into it as well. And here we are. <laughs> I got like a third ish, a third campaign going. That's awesome, man. So it starts, it starts with a concept and then you build around that. Yeah. yeah. No, that, that's awesome. I, I always, I'm always interested in how, how it starts. Sometimes it could start with a character, a word, a title, you know what I mean? It, it really, it really can, can change. Are you working on anything else DP other than, than, than the theme of thieves? Or is this your, your baby? This, this, this is what this you got. This is my baby. This is, you know, this is my retirement. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is, this is it, you know? <laughs> Good for you, man. Good for you. Uh, dude, I mean, listen, this has been fun. I, I, I really enjoyed chatting with you. And for those who are watching, we're talking to DP Brown. He's got a campaign right now on Kickstarter called The Theme of Thieves. We've been talking about that. If you guys are, are fans of Quantum Leap, Lost, The Wire, you know, these things, all of these elements are in it. And if you haven't done so yet, check it out. There's going to be, a, I think we have a, a link in the chat. And we're also going to have the link, obviously, in the show notes. But uh, DP, are you doing any conventions in the next few months, next yeah. year? What do you got going on? I'll be doing, end up doing the um, Steel City Con next month. And there, the next year, I'm going to do at least one convention. Um, or the aim is to do like at least one or two conventions a month for like the rest of the year. Um, uh, now I got, I was able to get like some time, you know, set aside and everything in my personal life. So I'm hopefully able to actually dedicate a little bit more time to actually putting out this, um, you know, putting out this product and getting it out to like the world. Um, make sure that you guys are going on to my website, themeofthieves.com. I am giving out a free digital PDF copy of issue number one. Okay. So there you go. For anybody who's listening to this podcast here, go to themeofthieves.com. Um, and sign up for, you know, sign up for the um, newsletter and everything, sign up for like the, um, the, the email list and get a um, free copy of, uh, the, 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 um, theme of thieves, um, um, issue one. Okay. And then when you like it, make sure that you go back to the Kickstarter and back to Kickstarter, get the, um, get the, get the physical copies and everything. There you go. There you go. DP. Hey, listen, Browns have to be the dolphins this weekend. I'd appreciate if you did that, please. That would be great. And, oh, yeah. and and definitely, dude, come back whenever, man. I, this this was fun. Thank you so much for coming on and talking to us about your 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 you know your baby, your dream, your passion, and uh, we look forward to to seeing. I'm looking forward to reading it when I get it. So uh, so yeah, no, thank you for coming on. Oh, I, I appreciate you, Eric. It's funny too, my man. You know, he didn't say much. The, the crazy man and everything. Guess what? <laughs> Guess what we got here. <laughs> oh, hey yeah. now. <laughs> so, so, so he, he's like a um that's what the the kids call him in the book so they got like a little rhyme and everything it's called crazy man crazy man red 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 black with the yellow tie dead 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 and everything nice when i see that you know that's all, all right, right. Sam's even wearing the colors a little something something little red a little yellow little black look at him 
like you guys set this up. You feel, you know? <laughs> That's what we do. Yo, don't give away my alter ego, bro. Right? <laughs> DP, thank you, man. Appreciate you. And hopefully we run into you at uh, one of these conventions, man. I'll oh, be yeah. looking out for you. Absolutely. I appreciate you guys. Definitely thanks for having me on. You got, you got it. Have it man. You got it. Take care. All right, so oh, man, that was D.P. Brown, Dog Pound in the house. So theme, the theme of these issues, one, two, three, on Kickstarter right now. The link is in the chat. The link is in the summary. If you haven't checked it out, check it out. Um, you know, fantastic. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love it, man. I love when we get we get guests on the show that are lively like this. You know, they 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 yes. got their stuff. Passionate. Passionate yo, about what they do. So you know, and that's what we, we, we always try to say because sometimes it's it. hard. It's hard for us when we have a guest that doesn't know how to sell what they're doing and they come on and they're very, whether they're afraid, they have anxiety, whatever it is. And they just, and they just don't, they don't know how to portray that energy out because it's energy attracts energy bottom, bottom line. Yeah. So if you're, if you're, if you're full of life and you're happy about what you're doing and you're having fun, people are going to have fun with you. You know, it's just like that, that person that's sitting in the middle of a crowded train that starts laughing and what can't stop laughing Eventually, everybody in the car is going to start laughing. At first, it's like, "What's wrong with this weirdo?" And then you're going to start laughing, and then and then it just becomes a domino effect, right? And so, you know, so if you're going to be a guest on a guest on Cast the Craze, man, bring your A game. Come, bring it, bring it. Yeah, now nah, we we chill, man. We talk. We just you know we just hanging out. Just you know, don't get nervous. Just picture just you being at a. I told George he needs to be nice, but he at, 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 a, at a bar or you're at an after party at a show or something like that, and you just. You know, just talking, talking about comics. It's what yeah. we do. And other than, I mean, not just comics. If you do anything, whatever it is you do, I, we love the creative process. If you're, yeah, I you know, it's funny. There was a listener who listens or watches Cast the Craze who hit me up and says, "Look, I ran that. I was at a comic con and I saw this artist that I would love to hear their story on your show." You know, um, um, how do you vet your guests? I say, "Here's a link. Just send it to them and let them book themselves on the show and let's make it happen." He said, that's it. I said, that's it. Let's make it happen. And I said, we're booked, you know, but, you know, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see them in February. But, uh, you know, but again, this was a fan that ran into an artist that they would love to hear more about them, but they would like to hear on this show. That's pretty dope. That's pretty dope. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. And yeah, that that's that's great. Hey, what up, Barney? How you doing, what buddy? In the house. Been a minute. Been a minute. Definitely. And listen. Talking about interviews, Story Comics, another another podcast that interviews. Uh, interviews. So make sure you check that out, Story yeah. Comics. Yes, uh, check out YouTube. YouTube. Barney is a fantastic awesome, host. Awesome. Fantastic host. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I had a good time on the show, man. I had a good time. Yeah, he has a relaxing atmosphere. He's you know, you, you know, it, 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 it's, 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 um, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm dating myself. Right, but you know, this is what you're gonna know. You know, gonna know where Sam, what, what decade, at, what era Sam came from. But 46, Mr. Rogers, right? <laughs> he has this way of of talking and, and personalizing it when he's talking to the audience. Right? It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. A beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? When I'm on Barney Smith, I feel like it's like that. The only person that exists. At that time is me and him, right? You know, and it's like it's he, he makes you feel special. Did you just call Barney Mr. Rogers real quick? You know what? That's a compliment in my eyes, brother. Uh, you try to throw shade on my party, bro. I'm not trying to, I'm just asking. I'm asking oh. your question. It's a I'm gonna, yes I'm gonna, no. I'm gonna call the boys. Hootie hoo. 
Listen, Barney, Barney's great, though. Barney's great. And and he has very good poignant questions. And it's a fun, it's a fun time. So if you guys haven't done so yet, make sure you go to Story Comic. <laughs> thanks. Thanks, Barney. Well, he's gotta say that now. What's he gonna say? He's gonna be like, you guys are terrible. Nah, man, nah, I had a good time. And if you guys haven't done so yet, make sure you check out Story Comic, yes. uh, where he also talks to, to guys like us, you know, just indie, indie creators, man. We're trying to spread yes. the word, spread the love, spread the and love. And I like the fact that, you know, I've been watching uh, the theme of themes uh, 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 and, uh, yeah, the, the, the back account continues to grow. So if you've watched it and you backed it because you're yes, watching the show, thank you so much. That's a, well, that's why we spotlight our guests. So thank you all for who supported for the campaign. Hell yeah! Man. Yeah, no, this was a this is a good this was a good show. Uh, you know, and uh, again, the morning brew has been moved to to Friday. Um, you know, um, George has to go to court. You know, and to verify who he is. Um, he tried to vote, and they realized it was fraudulent. I'm not, and, uh, <laughs> I'm not proud of these things, but you know. Yes, um, but uh, yeah, yeah. So we're moving it to Friday morning. So join us on Friday morning. For the morning brew with yes. the crazy crew, where we're going to discuss, we're going to follow up on the conversation that I started on how artists right now is just impacting the concept artists. They have they're they're they're, they're being challenged on whether to prove that they actually created the content versus an AI. Um, so that you know, you know, customers are hiring them for for projects, but they want them to prove that they actually did it. And they didn't use an AI. So that's pretty interesting. So we're going to follow up on that conversation on Friday morning on the morning brews. That's going to be interesting. Yeah, um, we'd love for you to participate in that conversation. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And yeah, thank you to everyone who joined us tonight, man. We had a nice little chat. Yes. We had on. Andy Palaroyo. We had Dismay Comics, Story Comics, Michael San Martino. Thank you all for joining us tonight. And for everybody who's been watching us on Facebook and Twitch, we appreciate you too. And it will be streaming on all the audio platforms. So if you're going to be listening to this, if you are listening to this right now on Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, um, you know, leave some feedback, give us a five-star rating and come over to the YouTube channel and help us grow this channel. Cause when we grow, the indie community grows and the more eyes that are on our guests, the, 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 we've accomplished what we set out to do is to spotlight the, the little guy and give them the exposure that they deserve um, because it's a tough road out there and the game is is just non-forgiving and everyone is coming in here with their A-game and they're hustling and we want to make sure that uh, you know about them. Um, so, you know, again, we appreciate you. Thumbs up to everybody. And uh, with that said, I'm seeing the crazy man of error. George the Dream of Medina. And we are... I was talking about my friend Aquise. I met him the other Say my name, say my name. This is what you were thinking? Oh, Lord. He said, I'm the What? You're listening to Catch the Craze. You're listening to Catch the Craze. Catch the craze. You are listening to Catch the Craze. Catch the craze. You're listening to Catch the Craze. <laughs>